0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter
1: podcast. Welcome to today's show. I have a personal challenge
0: uh, with myself to see how loud I can get during this introduction.
1: I think you've already beaten, you've said it, and you've beaten yourself, you've beaten yourself off many times.
0: Whoa, whoa. (laughs) But yes, everybody. (laughs) It's a little wordplay. That was clever. That was clever. Yes, he's Steve. I am Will. We are back for another chapter of the Shadow Rising. This one is called Homecoming, with no. What's the? Who's the kid? Tom Holland. No Tom Holland in this
1: one. No Spider Man. Right? I see. I was thinking of like a homecoming dance, which this is not. But um, you know, maybe in the show version, that's what we'll, maybe we'll what, get
0: that. Do, what? Why do they call homecoming dances homecoming dances in the states? Because we don't in the Canada we don't have
1: homecoming dances. Well, we don't even have prom like prom is not even like a thing. I don't know. I here. think it's honestly school by school. There were some proms. I didn't go to prom. I had a school. I had school dances up and up
0: until high school. And by the time high school came around, they they shut down all the school dances. There were no more school. dances. Okay. There.
1: Okay. But the, the important thing here, everyone, right, is that homecoming in, in the in the reference to today's chapter title, it's not about a dance. It's not a better dance. It's not. <laughs> instead. Instead. Characters are coming. Indeed. Home. I think I
0: read the wrong book. The The chapter I read. All dancing. There was glo- <laughs> there was disco
1: balls. Glow sticks. It was more of a rave than anything else. Uh, yeah fire. You had someone swallowing fire probably right. Swinging fire around. That's great stuff. I don't think
0: I've ever seen that happen in person.
1: No, well you haven't no. been to enough raves. <laughs> it happens at almost every single one of them. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to a proper rave before,
0: but I'm also not fun, so that's not like that's not surprising
1: it's- it's true I yeah, mean, raves she... aren't particularly fun, but it depends on who you ask right
0: It depends on who you ask. It depends on the people you're you're with. It depends on the type of rave There was a Shrek rave that we know about that happened a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, and apparently that was cool. I didn't go. That was way too many people for me, but I heard about it.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Shrek rave is pretty dumb. I uh, also did not go to that raves. Homecoming.
0: Sorry, I'm just stalling for as long as I can because of the because for for this chapter. Because, well, I mean, there are things that are worth talking about. Read, but it comes did you to, read it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't I was, know if you did. Of course I did. Uh, <laughs> it of course starting I did. to seem like I don't know. Um,
0: well, you know, when Perrin did, you know, when parent did the thing, <laughs> oh, no, oh, crazy boy. stuff, man, crazy stuff, <laughs> crazy stuff. No, I read the chapter. Parent comes, parent comes home, and I didn't just read the title either. Parent comes home to Emmons Field, and uh, what's interesting about this chapter is the is the alley-oop this chapter does on me because I think I had different expectations for this particular chapter, or different expectations for what this event would become than what uh, than what we were given. So like, for example- What do you mean? I thought when Perrin got to Emmons Field, I thought it was gonna happen pretty much as, pretty much as Perrin thought it would play out. Like he would get there, either the White Cloaks are coming to get them, or the white cloaks are already there and they're fucking shit up. I was not expecting them coming, like parents showing up at Emmons Field, meeting up with the Alviers, and them going like, oh, the white cloaks? Those guys are awesome. And they look outside the window and they're like playing volleyball. Like it's like scene from Top Gun, but it was all with white cloaks. No, their sh- it's not. Their it shirts wasn't like off. that. No. No, no, no. The shirts are off. It the- wasn't! <laughs> the, white, the white cloaks are tied around their waists. And you got uh, Kenny Loggins playing, playing in the background. Playing with the boys.
1: This is Egwene's parents. We're in the Wine Spring Inn. And yes, we're finding out that the people of Emmons Field now prefer the white. The, the, the They're fine with the white cloaks because the white cloaks, the white cloaks are keeping away the Trollocs. So yes. it's now that the Emmonsfield five have left, you know, Moraine's not there to level the. And didn't she level the Wine Spring Inn? In the show. In the show? In the show, <laughs> yeah. yeah she, she caused
0: way more damage to the town than the
1: Trollocs did. <laughs> she Let's destroyed be real the whole inn and murdered Egwene's parents. But, you know, point being, she's not there to be saving them. None of them are there. Perrin's not there to kill his wife or whatever. But we do, and this is interesting. Again, this is about the book, but it's hard not to compare and contrast with the show now that it's coming back out. But yeah, Perrin's really concerned about coming home to see his family here. Who we find out pretty yes. quickly. Thing, you know, I don't know. Maybe like, don't worry about them. <laughs> you know, they're fine pair. Just don't, don't worry about it. You don't need to check in with them. No, don't even
0: look. Go, don't even go to your old house. It's fine.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's, so you know, it's fine. So they're not fine. They're they're all super dead. But in the show, right? No family. I guess. Yeah, yeah. No family. Unless, I mean, he was. Unless he, was starting just, like, his... he had a family over here.
0: I mean, he was starting his own family with his with his wife in this, but it wasn't very it wasn't a very happy marriage, from what we what we. Could see like the in.
1: only thing that those two were conceiving were sturdy blades, very fine yeah. craftsmanship in that black smithery.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, every couple's got to have its
1: thing. Uh yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think people should have their own individual things and live their own. Well, lives. I think that's, that's important too. But you gotta things. have a
0: you gotta have a thing with your with your partner as well. You know, otherwise, otherwise, I think uh, you guys would get you guys gotta have some interests together. I think that's that it like, but it doesn't have to be complicated. It could be
1: succession. All right. That's
0: fine. Like the, sh- the show. Yeah. Yeah. Are you the watching HBO that show?
1: show? Woo! No, that's great no. stuff. I am certainly like- not. Um, what if they cancel it? I'm pretty sure you I can only it's- watch that show if you are uh, a married or engaged person. I don't think they like. I don't think they let single people watch it. You know, that's a really
0: good. That's a really good point because every person that I talk to who watches Succession are either <laughs> married or engaged.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's a few shows that fall into that category. You know, Grey's Anatomy is in there. The Mentalist. Oh, I seen a lot of oh, Grey's Anatomy. Man- let me tell anatomy. you, if you're in a relationship where you're watching The Mentalist, I don't know. Uh, that's
0: a the buck stops with the Mentalist, and like Lie to Me. You know, that was a show with uh, uh, uh Tim. Tim something, can't remember. But like a lot of those network, you know, CBS. I'm gonna be dramas. honest, I
1: don't I I haven't watched anything that wasn't wrestling in a very long time. Steve's been on this whole wrestling kick for like it's two. Not a weeks kick. Now. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's not a kick. It's not a lifestyle, it's just who I am, it's part of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I would uh, you know, I would appreciate it if you stopped coming at me like that. It's not my fault. Uh, it's not my fault that all I'm watching you. is wrestling. Yeah. Me coming at you? Yeah, passive aggressively. People hear it. There goes the dog.
0: <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe Steve thinks I'm coming after him for liking wrestling. I am not. All right, Bless you know my friends. tastes. You know my tastes in 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 culture. If anything, you should be coming after me. I
1: mean, most of the time you do. Yeah, I am. I cur- currently am. I think for watching Succession.
0: Parent, Perrin, parents homecoming. Everybody, he's back. <laughs> so, home. Perrin
1: finds out that so his family is all at the. A bear of farm, right? A bear of farms making yep. quality produce for over seventy years now. All murdered. Maybe in the show they they'll be at the farm, and then you know maybe they'll just all get murdered anyways. But it seems like they're pretty inconsequential since they all got murdered. Well, considering how quickly the show is just
0: it seems to be doing the next season, like we've seen it before, or we see we saw it like mentioned in articles by Rafe Judkins that season two of the show will cover book two and three. Maybe, maybe not all of the three, maybe a little bit of elements of four. So it's possible we might see even more of a breaking up of the team and we might see Perrin come back to Emmons field to try to, to address this situation,
1: you know? Yeah. Well, but I also feel like it's hard to say because in the show, Perrin had that whole thing where he got captured by the white cloaks and they were slicing up his slicing up his back right yeah he didn't kill any of the white cloaks either i think he he took
0: a he took a tinker he took a tinker vow of of uh no Relief. violence i think that yeah Relief. the way of the leaf and so because of that he he didn't kill any white cloaks and this whole situation of him coming back to Emmons field to protect them from the white cloaks is in is in direct direct result to the fact that he killed a couple of white bo- white cloaks i think in book 2 maybe book 3 but i remember yeah. it maybe being in book 2.
1: Well, yeah, in the moment where he, where he Wolf rage is at, right? Again, yeah, he goes mo- full Wolf the, rage. The moment that the show has robbed us of by having him accidentally just murder his wife right away in the first episode. So yeah. he's not going to be faced with death and and you know, killing people in the same way because he murdered the person who means the most to him. Argu- arguably, you know. Right, because yeah, yeah, yeah. like well- it is It is very arguable, because you can definitely stop your arm, like, mid-motion in a lot of things. So it's just like, you know, he didn't. It's hard yeah, to say. he
0: didn't. He committed to the full throw.
1: He was fully committed. He was fully committed.
0: Um, You know, it's hard to say, though, because we're still only book four in this book series. It, like, it, this could happen where he takes up the way of the leaf by, like, yeah. book six Weird or something lot. like that.
1: You know, we are almost a, you know, a third of the way through. Almost.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's so much book to cover, and oh, honestly, like I'm looking at like I I went to a bookstore a couple of days ago and I I just walked by their Wheel of Time section.
1: And the higher just, you some, go, in when you're in a used bookstore, the higher you go in the series, the more and more they have in there of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like the higher up you get, you're like, oh, they only have they don't even have Eye of the World. They have One Great Hunt. They got okay. They got Two Dragon Reborns. They got uh, three or four Shadow Rising, and then it's just like. So numbers keep up for five and six, but then once you get in the book seven, eight, nine and up, there's like 17 copies of each book in there.
0: Yeah. You're like, what in the fuck is going on? What is going on here? A lot, it looks like it might be around like book five or six. That's the, seems to be the dropping point. Well,
1: there's that slog that we keep hearing about, you know, yeah, the around slog, that seven, I, eight, nine. I, I think it's seven, eight, nine or something like that.
0: I got a cat all over me right now. He's just like, Hey buddy, what's, what's going on? You're talking on a podcast. Hey pepper, you want to be on a podcast? You want to be on a podcast? So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's interesting to see that there's so many, <laughs> so many people that drop off around six, seven, uh, seven, eight, nine. But what I have noticed as well is that the, at the end of the series that like the, when Brando Sando takes over, there's not many copies of those books.
1: Yeah. Well, people love those books. People, people do say that he, you know, very gracefully took the reins on the series and, and ended it very well. So I can't wait till we get there. But that slog... But I've also seen people say, like, the slog's not real. Hashtag slog's not real. But it'll just be interesting when we get there. I'm sure we will find... Since we get more excited than the average reader, I think a lot of people like action, right? But we get excited over, like, bread and cheese and hats and, you know... You know, all we need is, like, the one page, one line of dialogue to say brown Aja, and we can do a whole episode about fart jokes. So it's just, you know... (laughs) It's a different brand. It takes different strokes.
0: I can't wait. I can't wait till we get to Brando Sando. I hope it's all just bread and cheese by that point. He just knows how to play the hits. I But the, the, the thing is, is though we're picking up on different things than I think the average Wheel of Time fan might be picking up on. Like, what do you think?
1: That's Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, the slog that everyone refers to, we might actually enjoy because we generally aren't looking for the same things that a lot of fantasy readers are, which is, you know, action and you know?
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we might be able to ma- we might be able to pull it off. Maybe those three will be the best books
1: for us. It could be. Who knows, though? Like, they could be really, they could just be the worst. Like, it could just be, like, a whole book of Nynaeve trying to get a driver's license. And you're just like, what, oh, what has happened? You know? That's a, now that's a season
0: of television I'll watch. <laughs> Nynaeve goes driving.
1: Yeah, it's just like, there's, you know, like... <laughs> the first part of Book Seven is just like all about politics and about how they're like they're 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 changing the transportation laws across the board, right? It's like we've now invented cars, but most people still don't even have cars. But people are still driving horses. But we're paving in roads. You need a license, right? Second half of the book is Nynaeve getting her license. She's older than the rest. Dude. She's the one who can get it first, right? But it's tricky. She fails a couple times. You're-
0: you're you're describing like the perfect book to me.
1: Like you got a bunch
0: of politics right up front. Very doony. You know? We talk taxes. We talk logistics. All right? And then you bring it down to the common man. How does it affect that? That's like... That's like... That's like prequel era Star Wars stuff right at the beginning. And then death of a salesman right at the end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but all with Nynaeve. So it's way better.
0: But all with Nynaeve. <laughs> that's great stuff. Okay. Um... What do you think parents next move is here now that he's back in Emmons field and they're like, you know, we're good. You should get going though, because you're just going to bring all kinds of bad stuff back to us. You know, if the white cloaks find out you're here, that spells bad news for us. If the Trollocs find out you're here. Well, I mean, Trollocs, drugs are bad news for any- anybody. They're well, just going to eat us.
1: It's hard to say because nothing really, we don't really get anywhere here. Um, I'm about being next chapter kind in, of thing. In terms of yeah, it's sort of like I think we end off with him and and Fahil Sort of, she's just sort of like, man, I'm sorry that your family's super dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so it's hard to say. But even though there's not a lot going on here, it's like it is nice to see a lot of old faces, um, the families of some of our other characters. Of course, Senbui is mentioned a bunch here. There's a cat. There's a cat in this uh in this chapter who I think uh, should get an honorable mention here. His name is Scratch. He's in there yeah. being a cat. And uh and we get mention of Patton Fane because it, it it turns out that Pad and Fane has been coming around. Right. And people still don't know that he's a dark friend in these parts. It seems Evansfield is in a very weird, isolated little bizarro world they're living in where they don't know and they mean, don't know what's going on. That's part, of the appeal, that's part of the appeal of the town,
0: I think. It's like people move out to Me- Emmett's Field to become ignorant to the fact of, of, the, of the entire world,
1: you know? It's, it certainly seems that way, but then you have your own little weird society, too, that's run by a bunch of, like, 16-year-old girls called Wisdoms, and, and everything's, you know, it's all very strange.
0: Well, I mean, let's be real They're here. Teen, this is they like dance around other- a
1: pole. You know? Yeah, this is like any other small town. It's like a cult town. Like, it's like uh, leaving mainland yeah. society, and then you go find this cult that you say you want to be away from everyone and alone, but you're living with a bunch of weirdos who dance around a pole. It's like midsummer. It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so Padden Fane's back, and par- and he's uh he's working with the White Cloaks. He had another name, he's right? Like, I
1: didn't catch his name, but I think he had a new alias he's going by.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Uh, a, I always knew he was a dark friend. He calls himself Ordeath now, which actually sounds very familiar. I think the name Ordeath we probably have seen before in a previous book, like in one of those prologue chapters where, you know, there's a shadowy character making a deal with, like, the white cloaks or something like that.
1: Yeah. He sounds like some sort of fancy artist that does, like, sculptures. I am Ordeath. Ordeeth. Oh, yeah. And they're, like, Scandinavian or something. Yeah. But in mm. fact you know, in fact he's not. He's really just an evil, evil man. A friend of the dark. Who seems he's to be a shim sham artist. He's a shim sham artist, but he seems to be like sort of living his best life the past little bit. Like we haven't heard anything about him, and he's sort of just like you know, he's been squeezing by, he's been deceiving people, and he's got a new name. He's It's the you know it's the age of Shim Sham. sham. Right now. It's the age of Shimsham. There's, the there's of a shim lot shim. of
0: opportunities to, to throw some Shammery out there. And, you know, you're right. He is living his best life. And right now that shim Shammery has landed him with the light, white cloaks. Um, but I'm sure now that we have, like, now we have Patton Fane and Perrin within an orbit with each other. There's no doubt that Patton Fane probably knows about this. Yeah, he's, he's an informed well, in fact
1: fella. I mean, as far as we know, the white cloaks could be hiding in the bushes and pop out in the next chapter. Chop parents' head off. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Or we could
0: lose the uh, the IEL on this trip. Like, I'm sorry, but Ga- although Gaul is a cool character, he is a... Get out of here, cat. Although Gaul
1: is a cool character, he's got red shirt written all over him. Who, Gaul? Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if he does. I'd, personally, I don't feel like he does, right? But I've been thinking about Gaul. And I've been thinking about the show. That's, that's the screenshots we've seen of the upcoming season two, the Amazon show. And you can sort of deduce by looking at some of these that certain storylines, by looking at some of these photos, that certain storylines are going to be moved around and things omitted. And the fact that we see Avienda and Perrin together makes me wonder Gaul's place in things and whether or not he's necessary. That's a good point because right now Avienda is just running around naked in the desert. Exactly. And we're not going to get that in the show. Well, we might. (laughs) Things got pretty steamy. We can hope. (laughs) And I just, for the record, that's just fun, right? My hope,
0: my hope is that you make Rand and Matt strip down and run around the desert.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, anyone, you know, I don't know. <laughs> sure, anyone naked in the desert, tastefully done. We're here for it. We're here for it. <laughs> also, there was a character brought up in this in this chapter named Luke, Lord Luke, Lord
0: Luke. It's uh, it's another kind of like I guess uh, hunter of the horn type character. Who uh, Fial may know. I don't know if Perrin actually uh, brings it uh, brings it up to Fial in this chapter, but they were like, "Yeah, he's a hunter of the horn, and he was looking for the horn, and then kind of like started hanging out here, and now he's just part of the community. Everybody loves him." But something shifty there. Yeah, I wonder if he's someone else.
1: If he's yeah, it could
0: someone... be it could be somebody else, but it could be, and we've already heard mention of Elias, so it could be Elias, kind of like. Could be Keeping Elias. On but
1: things? We've also had so much mention of um Slayer. Oh. He, you know, so who who else is who else has been mentioned? Elias? I mean. Slayer could be a hopper, maybe. <laughs> well, here
0: well well, what about this? What if Elias is Slayer, is Lord Luke? You know? We got a three piece combo. Eat. E equals S equals
1: L. Jon Snow. Jon Snow. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Lord Luke? Will Perrin get attacked by a white cloak? Oh, I like this. Who is the secret identity of Scratch the Cat? Find out tomorrow, maybe, on another episode of Chapter by Chapter The Shadow Rising. The The Shadow Shadow Rising. Rising. Chapter 30, Beyond the Oak.
0: you lovely people it's your pal will here for a thursday shout out to our four grand gouda grandmasters i almost just said grandmasters that's not right you guys are the gouda grandmasters way more important hilder Nicorn, degree for women and big cheese daddy you guys know who you are you guys know what you do for us we thank you so much all the time we can't do this without you and if you guys want to be like them you want to hear your name shouted at the end of these episodes hit us up on the patreon Link is right there in the description. And get a weekly bonus podcast featuring your favorite cheese boys. Adios.